What's up, everybody? We're back at the Par Bar, Woo! and we got a special going on today. I'm your host, Mr. Rich D. Joining me, as always, Mr. Vince T. Yo, what's up, everybody? Your doctor himself, Dr. Twisted. What it do? And then we have a special guest in the house. Damn, it's been a while. It's a doctor. Oh, a real doctor. <laughs> Damn, Twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Longy in the house from the Bay Area. Hey. hey. hey, hey. Nope. Yes? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Just making Hello. sure. Hello. Um, so if you're joining us on our live feed, we have a special, and the reason why is because she's down here in the San Diego area, and so we wanted to pull her in really quick to get a, a bar session, kind of chop it up chop it up with her. Um, but once again, you're on Island Block Radio, Postal Pacific, where well, paradise, paradise lives. lives. And thank you for coming, Dr. Longy. Thank you for having me. Uh, cheers. I'm making up words. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Bottoms so, up. so you've been here in San Diego for what now? Uh, uh, three weeks. A month. Um, about a month, month now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you Hold guys it. have been um, also hit with the COVID. Yes. In your area and yes. also in your industry, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little background between um, me and Dr. Longy. We've been uh, longtime friends. Kind of like she's like an older sister to me. Uh, within the dance community, Polynesian yes. dancing. So we uh, used to compete up in San Mateo, uh, over in San Jose, yes. uh, and then also we done a couple other t- competitions. But you're a dancer yourself. You dance with uh, Uncle Marco Omalu mm-hmm. up there in um, with uh, the Academy of Hawaiian Arts, correct? And that's how we've um, come into our relationship, correct? So, with that being said. On the other side, you know, you were doing um, school and working as a um, a mother and mm-hmm. dancer and all that mm-hmm. other stuff and became a doctor in what field? Yeah, so um, thank you, Richie. So um, all that time where I kind of disappeared off the face of the earth, um, I went up, I moved back to, to the North Bay and I started working full time in the aviation field for approximately 10 years. And after 9-11, um, the whole industry kind of tanked. And so I was like, well, I have to do something right now um, and made a change um, for my family. And um, anyway, so basically um, I took the initiative and um, kind of like bit down on the bullet and said like, I have to do this. And I returned to school. I worked full time and put myself through grad school. Um, and now I'm a clinical forensic psychologist for the state of California. Mm. Wait, so, so okay, so let, give me give me a little time frame when that all happened because um, 9 11 happened in what 2000? Yes, two, uh, 2001? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. Rocky was born 2002. Okay, Rocky's my eldest, he's 18 now. So, Rocky, yeah, so I still had Rocky in my belly, right? Yeah, so so um, then you made that tra- transition and you was this a field that you wanted to go into? Personally? I've always had a passion, absolutely. I've always had a passion for. Because I feel like forensic is not. It is not. It is not one of the more absolutely common not. areas. Absolutely not. And I will tell you, I'm the only Tongan forensic psychologist, forensic psychologist in the world. Ooh, wow. So yeah, only Tongan. So there's other Pacific Islanders. Yes, there's other Pacific Islanders, but my uh, specialty in my field specialty is very unique. Um, with the clinical, the forensic, um, and then me being female and Tongan. At the same time. Hey, what's uh, up? Boop, boop, boop. There we go. Put, I feel like I was like, yeah. uh, can you guys hear me? Um, it, it, so. you in, it definitely puts you in a, a smaller box though, okay. at that point. Okay. So, yes. Um, anyways, I 
decided to, um, I do have, okay, so growing up, I did have a passion for like abnormal sight, okay? And. Um, what does that mean? Uh, it means you. <laughs> Richie. <laughs> Just kidding. Richie's my little brother. Um, it's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. Abnormal psych is basically, um, it's very complex. It's hard to understand. Um, but it's basically the psyche of um, um, outside of the norm of what we are, are um, what do you call it, um, trained or our environment kind of um allows us to be with like outside of the norm you know like um i mean deals with psychosis psychotic um kind of uh, diagnoses um anything that has to do with Mm. with mental health i mean to like for the psychotic psychosis schizophrenia i mean you you name it um which is kind of weird for a, a child you know um to have all these like serial killer books and my mom and my dad are looking like oh there's something wrong with this one, you know? And so I had all these, like, excuse me, serial killer books. I'm sorry, I'm very, like... I've an- seen Dexter. This isn't right. Yeah, I'm very animated. This is even before Dexter. I'm older than Dexter. Yeah, okay? sure. Um, so I had all these books in, in my library, and which is a very skinny little library that I had with, and I shared with five other siblings, you know? Uh, but my mom's like, um, you need to hide those books. And so I did. I've always mm. hid those books. And, um... I, you know, I kind of had a passion or fascination with serial killers and kind of abnormal psychology and um, also dealing with um, my own relatives, my own family, my brothers and sisters, my first cousins, my male and female, you know, in and out of the forensic system, right. you know, kind of in and out of jail and juvenile system. And these are the kids that I grew up with that I love, you know, that are dear to my heart. And it would hurt me so much that they would be picked up, you know, and go to juvenile hall, like all, you know, back and forth, in and out, mm. in and out. It's, the recidivism was just so high. And for me, um, it just was hard on, on me and my heart and my soul and all of us. And so I kind of wanted to, like, get into that system and, and just kind of understand it. Plus that growing up, I had some really negative experiences with cops. And just seeing um, the negative interaction with, um, you know, the the policing, the community policing with the Pacific Islanders, mostly the Tongan population in San Mateo County. Okay, so so just to give a little bit more background on that, too. Sorry, that was a tangent. Yeah, yeah. A very tangential. No, it was, it was a lot of information, but you're also from uh, San Mateo. Yes. Which is was one of the worst... Uh, what year was that? Where it was like right, the right. one of the worst crime-ridden areas Absolutely. in America. Absolutely. So, okay, this will tell you. This will age me, though. Mm. That's all good. Okay. Mm. okay. Okay, you don't know how old I am. Yeah, okay, we, yeah, there's other people here <laughs> older than me. Why do I keep hitting this thing? Sorry. So, anyway, so I grew up, you know, um, in, you know, in the 80s and the 90s, back in that time period, East Palo Alto, which is part of San Mateo County. EPA, yeah. East Palo Alto. EPA. EPA. <laughs> um, I have a lot of family there. Mahoney is in, you know, on the other side of my family, um, on the um, Wolf Grand side as well, um, who you know reside in that area in San Mateo County. But um, East Palo Alto um, was, back then, the murder capital of the nation. Well, um, in, in the 90s? In the it, 90s, late okay. 80s, early 90s. Okay. Correct. So it, gotcha. It's surpassed Washington, D.C. Uh, and Detroit. Yeah. yeah. They were yep. up there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 
So that's going okay. So you're growing up in that in that generation in that area. Sure. You're seeing a lot of um, policing. Um, bad maybe, policing. Maybe maybe yeah, bad policing. Maybe police brutality. Death. Um, a lot of yeah. death. Probably in that area. This is so you're 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 kind of like. So now you're you're past your teens, right? At least, at least past your teens. You're now deciding like, okay, I'm gonna work at the airlines. Now I'm gonna figure out, you know, what I'm gonna do. 9/11 happens. Mm-hmm. This drops you into a, a different situation. Mm-hmm. You say, you know what? I'm gonna go after what I want to go after. Right. Um, okay. So now now it's passion. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit. Tell us a little bit more about like what happens in that area. So my passion has always been, if I'm going to go back to abnormal psych, forensics, um, you know, working with the criminal uh, criminal offenders. Um, and, you know, that kind of combination as far as abnormal psychology and then also kind of that forensic piece with the legal part, you know, um, con- conjoining those two together, um, um, that, you know, basically said, hey, you're I not, got something. Yeah, I have something. This is my passion. I talked to my family about it, and they're like, do it. And I was like, okay. So 2009, I kid you not, like two weeks before that, I was in a bar fight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a bar fight with my family. It was, I didn't start it. It wasn't me. I just but happened to be won. there. Let's say we, we won. We won. <laughs> we won. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I took some, you know, I took some girls out too, but you know, yeah, it was, I didn't start it, but you know, lo and behold, a couple weeks later, I ended up signing up for grad school and the trip for me was signing the paperwork, you know, for the orientation. We need to make something happen. It's just not happening. Do you have any felonies? Have you been in a criminal activity, whatever, boo, 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 boo. And I was like, whew. Well, I ain't been charged yet. Yeah, That's what I'm saying, son. Yeah, it's a no until there's charges. <laughs> <laughs> My mama said it was okay, and it's all good. So, okay. yeah. All right, so we get there. We're, we're yes. Now we're signing papers. Absolutely. And then we yeah. begin that, that road. Right, right. Uh, right. Tell me a little bit, so what college are you going to? Uh, so I went to um, the West Coast. It's it's hard to find. I wanted forensics, right? That's that is my passion, right there. Forensics. I wanted abnormal psych or forensics. Okay. Well, right. before we get there, okay. what is define forensics for those who don't know? Okay. So let's just make it really easy, simple, easy. So clinical is for, uh, clinical psychology, right? Um, so I'm a clinical forensic psychologist, right? Clinical, I can basically go to Kaiser or, you know, any hospital, any outpatient and do like, you know, some groups or therapeutic inter- interventions for like, for pain, okay. depression, whatever, right? So forensics is any, I, I have patients, um, inmates, patients um, within the correctional uh, legal system. Right. Okay. So basically, I'm also like a forensic or a correctional psychologist. Right. So I do uh, psychology, um, psychological evaluations, assessments, um, therapeutic interventions within uh, correctional facilities. Right. And so that's where I'm at right now. And the forensic part is being legal. Legal. Within the legal system. Okay, yeah. got you, got you, got you. If you okay. got a record, you forensic. Okay, got you. That's, 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 that's the differentiation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm sorry, continue. Yeah, no, so... Um, the college part. The college part. So I um, basically attended the California School of Forensic um, Psychology, and um, uh, that's Alliant International um, International Psychology School. Um, but yeah, 
Um, I did that for four years. Did my postdoc at a. Um, I did my pre pre doc at Solana County Jail. My post doc, I did it at San Mateo County Jail, which is McGuire. Um, lots of Polynesians there. And by the way, mm. San Mateo County has the second largest population of Tongans um, outside of the native kingdom, right? Wow, so, first shit. being New Zealand, right? Oh, wow. Outside of the kingdom of Tonga, then it's Auckland, New Zealand, and then it's San Mateo County, believe it or not, right? Okay. So, yeah, and I did my dissertation um, on the Tongan youth um, in San Mateo County uh, on cultural effects on resiliency and everything like that. Um, That was amazing. Um, Then I started working uh, for the state, for the CDCR in um, 2016. Um, Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, okay, so that, man, that's a lot of information. One, I didn't didn't uh, know, I didn't know a lot of that. Um, Right. But that's great. So if you're listening right now, that's, um, once again, we have Dr. Longy on on here from San Mateo. Mateo. Okay. Hey, uh, shit. Derek Derek Mahoney has a question. Oh my God. He says, uh, does Richie have a full shirt? (laughs) Uh, that's been the question of 2020. I don't know. That's my brother. Hi brother. I love you. Oh, you own one. You know what, Derek? Uh, it's not about you today. Okay? We're not answering your questions in particular. Okay, it's about your sister. Um, but once again, you're on a block radio, man. Postal Pacific. We're Paradise. Paradise. We have Dr. Longy on here from uh, San Mateo. She works in the correctional facility. Yeah, for the state of California. Uh, it's CDCR. Okay, so we just covered a lot of uh, just some of her past, mm-hmm. but now we want to jump jump into really what the heart of uh, the conversation is going to be. And it's really uh, Pacific Islanders here in the States who are in prison and, and the, the struggles that they go with Defense. or deal with, and which I can't even imagine um, because recently uh, we had a family member who was kind of released from prison. But I just, within that concept of that idea, I feel like our judicial, judicial system really fails humans as a whole within the States. Uh, I've been kind of contemplating over my within within my head, and um, seeing like like man like could you imagine so doing something nonviolent and really spending twenty years in a prison? Yeah, um, yeah to be just 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 disconnected from uh, society. Yep. Um, but I but I don't I want to dwell on that. I, I want to talk with uh, Dr. Longy about some of the things she, you've experienced and what you've kind of seen within your um, environment. I, I just. I can't imagine. You know what I mean? Like I, because I, I, I feel like you probably deal with a lot of uh, heartache and, and uh, within that vicinity of work. Absolutely, and I have to take a little shot because that okay. really. Um, I'm taking with you. You hit a soft spot right oh. there. Cheers. Marco Kalemalunga, can't reach you with my short arms. Um. So when I started working at County, in fact. Um, one of my first clients there, or so it's kind of weird. So at county level, we call them clients, right? Or inmates, but at the state and federal level, we'll call them patients. But to me, he was a patient because he was pretty sick. And um, this one, you know, Tongan kid, I want to call him kid because he, he was still a baby to me. Um, 19, 20 years old, um, probably the most dangerous and most hazardous and most um, problematic patient inmate in San Mateo County. Um, 
and every multi, I worked with a you know very diverse disciplinary team, but multidisciplinary team. Whenever there were the um, you know kind of the monthly and quarterly meetings, his name was always brought up, and he wasn't the only Polynesian name that was brought up. And the problem with him and these other Polynesians that um, their names were coming up in behavioral mental health was that they were mental health um, and um, mentally ill, psychotic. Um, un- they weren't medicated. They weren't on any like proper kind of, you know, a positive kind of treatment, um, you know, um, interventions. And there was just nobody there to kind of work with them that knows about the culture. And then kind of the, you know, understanding how the um, psychosis or mentally ill, um, you know, kind of uh, stigma kind of kind of man- manifests with 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 our culture, especially the Tongans. So this is this is like for me, I was like, oh, yes. Awesome. My first patient at San Mateo County, believe it or not, was the most dangerous and the most problematic, mentally ill, psychotic. That's the key word right there. Psychotic patient. Um, why is that? Why is that, why is that the key word? Um, because uh, there was, okay, very good question. Because there was a lot of argument there um, within the behavioral kind of mental health, the management system looking in, saying, and even on the custodial side that was saying like, oh, it's all behavioral. He's not sick. He's not mentally ill. And this and that. No, this guy, very psychotic. Very, very, very psychotic. Um, but the thing that I notice, and that's still to this day, like the, uh, the Polynesians do not want to be, you know, they don't want to wear that hat or be the, you know, don't, you know, that stigma of being psychotic or mentally ill because it's just so problematic for them. Mm. Um, Although they need to be medicated. They need to be medicated and we also need to bring their families in and we need to study them. We need more studies. We need more studies on medication and the effects of medication on on the Polynesian, you know, um, patients. but anyways, where am I at right now? Um, so we're, talking, we're still talking about the, your the most psychotic uh, yes. individual. Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah. We're, we're this is your first patient. My first patient, and so for me it was interesting because I got to see how it manifests within the Tongan, within the Tongan culture, within okay. the Tongan persona, right? And so um, it was interesting for me to see how someone who's Tongan. Um, where to, you know, kind of present with psychotic symptoms and whether they hear auditory hallucinations or see anything, you know, um, hallucin, you know, hallucinations, you know, um, um, you know, in the kind of lens of a tongue, right? Okay. okay. So I would hear him, you know, when he would be very in his psychotic state, hear him, you know, go off in Tongan. And, and hear voices in Tongan. So I'm, I'm documenting all of these things. I'm like, okay, are you hearing it in Tongan, English, you know, Greek, Zimbabwean? I don't know. You tell me, right? So anyways, long story short, I worked with this kid. Um, he was so skinny. He was so under underweight, undernourished, I, I guess you would say. Um, he was running around naked in his room um, and, um, you know, spreading like smearing feces and everything around his room um 
cussing and anytime, you know, anyone would come to him with like food or whatever, the COs, he was just very, very violent. Okay. And so I worked with him for eight to nine months. He went from that after eight to nine months after like, you know, therapeutic interventions as well as well as getting him on that right, you know, kind of, um, you know, cocktail for as far as the psychotropics. We, he went from that to gaining at least 40 pounds and for me and him to be reading classics together. Mm, wow. Right? So that's amazing, right? Yeah. He, he is an awesome and intelligent and loving individual. Um, but the fact that he was kind of disowned by his family, you know, and then just not understood by, um, by the, um, the community or the, uh, the behavioral system and the, and the mental health system and the jail system at that time and to understand who he was, whatever. Cause they just couldn't understand like, how can he be so like sinister and know what he's doing, but at the same time being psychotic, right? So it's also a lot of education that I, I had to provide, you know, and still it's a struggle with the, you know, the, the correctional officers or with the police, um, with my own mental health, you know, colleagues, you know, so, our, our partners. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of kind of like what we talked about within the last two weeks of our shows, um, a lot of this, just missing what the, the actual right. problem is. Right. Right. Like right. You're, just, you're just talking past each other and right. everyone's trying to just get, say their solutions, but don't really come here like, hey, maybe this is, maybe we can figure out how to help this person. Right. Or help right, the, right, help right. the problem. Right. 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 Like, a, right. like right. let's, let's identify the problem and then let's come at it with all aspects instead of just saying, hey, here's a solution. Right. This is, this is worked over in Utah. Like yeah. they must, it has to work here in California, right? Right. right. Or for this right, person, right? And that's that's so you're so right on. You you hit the you know nail on the head right there because everybody tries to put, especially with mental health, like put everybody into this kind of you know the Bible. We have a Bible, right, for mental health. That's our DSM, right? Okay. That's our Bible. What is DSM? What does DSM um, stand for? Uh, it's basically our diagnostic, you know, Bible of mental health disorders. Okay. Right? Yeah. I just, I just, yeah. For any acronyms, I want yeah, to just. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Sorry. Um, but yeah, we do not necessarily fit into, um, and nobody does really right. fit into these, you know, kind of. This is your basket. This is your basket. This is your basket. Right. 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 Um, and so that's what I'm. I'm still learning to this day. I'm still learning how different cultures like mine you know the Polynesian culture and then other cultures as well um because there's other cultures that um I deal with you know that um I feel like I have con- you know I connect with um at the state level uh, the prison system and corrections it's like any other culture that's not Caucasian right right Where they, everybody has their own kind of um like um Kind yeah, of different, like, like, like a, a special kind of yeah, flavor, tweaks, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, you know, special. I, mean, I get it. Yeah, we don't all fit into the same basket. But right? I, I mean, yeah, we can't all be like Bruce Lee. You know, I mean, we all can't be be water and just like fit into any shape Mm-mm. or form, right? Um, I I definitely agree with that, and the reason why I uh, <coughs> that's that's a great story and that's an interesting story. What is he still an inmate now? Yeah. Okay, and he's still doing well. No. No, that's. <laughs> That's not good. It's the same. It's the same. It's, just, it's so sad, you know. Um, and even when the Polynesians come in through CDCR at the state level, um, it's sad for me to hear 
that we've had suicides, you know, within the state system, right? And to hear that, let's say, what, last year, over the, la- the course of the last two years, two of them were Polynesian. Within the, within the state? Yes. So there were five that I'm aware of, right? Two of them were Polynesian. One was Tongan, one was Samoan. Wow. Yeah. And so I personally didn't work with these, um, you know, these patients. I did consult on one of them with one of the Tongans, but you know, it just really hurts me. And I just feel very concerned, like why, you know, why, why, why out of all these people and all these cultures within the correctional system, let it be two polys out of the five that committed suicide and took their own life. Why, why? Um, do you do you, so within the the island community that you you've, you've met and worked with? Um, do you feel like there's a reason why they all end up in prison? Is there is there something that we're missing as far as like uh, a society, or do you think like um, you know these caught they caught the tail end of a bad of a bad uh, deal, or because they, they come from the islands, right? Like typically, or they they grow up in a household here. Yeah, no, they. Um or let's ask, let's talk about that. Okay. Do, are they more raised here in the, in the states, or they do they come off island? That's a good question. They're actually when so I really had some long nights thinking about like you know why why these two you know and kind of seeing like where we are and our vulnerabilities and what our risk factors are as far as Polynesians, right? And um and so for these two, uh, they were born. They weren't born here. They were actually born in their native country. Um, one was born in, in Samoa and the other one was born in Tonga. Okay. Right? Um, and so, 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 the two, so... Okay, so what was it? The two that, that actually committed suicide were, were born on the, on their home islands? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. But oh. they came over early. Okay. They came okay. over early as children under the age of 11. Yeah, but still, that's a that's a critical time, right? Absolutely. It's, it's a critical, critical time. time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you're establishing now home foundations, um, mindsets of, of where you're gonna be. You you change you change your location at ten. I mean, I remember moving to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Um, my first time, and that was uh, nine, yeah. nine or ten, and that yeah. was a huge, right. huge move. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Threw my world upside down. Right. Right. Luckily, right. I don't, it was only you know Oahu, and I was right. on a military base. Right. So you know what I mean, like. But still, yeah, yeah. It's, that that change is huge. It's hard. That yeah. change is huge. Now Absolutely. imagine just changing where, like, you just go fish for your food, yes. you hang out with your family. Yeah. Every day you do church on Sunday. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you come out here in the states. You come right here in, in San Mateo or something like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Kids are all. Yeah, it's different. It is different. Um. It's very different, even the way... So we're talking about, like, the, we're talking about forensics. That's one thing. Okay. But we're also talking about mental, the mentally ill, being mentally ill and Polynesian, you know? That is just another kind of, like, you know, layer of barriers to, I wouldn't say success, but just to, to survive, you know? Um, so, you know, these... These two individuals, um, you know, God bless their, you know, hearts, whatever. They were, they were very psychotic. They're very psychotic. Um, and it wasn't until um, they got clear with on um, antipsychotic medication and everything like that, and you know, really positive therapeutic interventions, not by me, but just like other clinicians that were very, 
you know, keen on them getting well and, um, you know, um, it's just so sad because unfortunately once they got clear with the medication and everything, they realized their, their situation that number one, they're in, you know, in prison for the rest of their life. Number two, they have a really, you know, severe, severely, they're severely mentally ill. They have this psychotic disorder that uh, cannot be resolved unless they're on long-term medication. Um, And then the fact that they realize what they did, their crime, they realize their crime and what they did. Mm. Um, And that's the clarity in that puts them into this depression, which the guilt and the shame and everything comes through. Oh, and then, you know, and then this is the thing that really upsets me within the correctional system is that we are treated as others. We're the others. Yeah. Right? We don't We're not too worried about it. No. They're like, oh, well, you're an other. You're this Samoan. You're this Tongan. You're this Micronesian. You're this Guamani. You're this Chamora. You're this Marsh, you know, Marquesas, whatever, you know. And, um... Filipino, you know, they treat us as others. I broke it. <laughs> okay, sorry about yeah. that, y'all. Um, you know, shit happens. Yeah. Humana, humana, humana. Um, once again, thank you guys for joining us on Island Block Radio. And if you're on the live feed today, we have the Friday special with Dr. Longy. Yes. Uh, from San Mateo, she's here talking about um, a lot of things, man, like mental health uh, and forensics, and just trying to be. <laughs> Trying to understand some of the, the concepts of, of uh, I guess, our inmates. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, a, that's, a, you know, that's another weird concept, bro. Like, um, like, I'm not saying, like, no one deserves to be there. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, some, no. People you fuck definitely up. deserve to be yeah, there. Yeah. So you fuck up. You, you deserve to be there. But there's also, like, mental health, dude. Like, right, right, right. Because that, like I said, man, 20, 20 years, 15 years, 10 years. Shit. You give me a year, bro. And you tell it. We got six months. Tell me, stay at my house. <laughs> well, let, let me t- let me tell you this. I mean, my I can take it to a person from from my pops. Yeah, it took him a night to snap out of his shit. Oh, really? I mean, he didn't even do anything bad. There was nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, for my lifetime, he he told me that he preached that lesson to me every like as I was growing up. He said, "Don't do this." He said, yeah. "One one night, one night in jail just kind of flipped his shit." Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm not saying that. Um, you know, he's everybody's not the same, but uh, some some situations might take more steps to get to than than others. Yeah, and uh, and and then you imagine it took him one night, but let's say like some people can't even correct that right. one night. You know what I mean? No, I'm, I'm um, just saying my own personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, no, I hear you. Uh, once again, man, thank you guys for joining us on the um, Facebook Live. We do have a question. Um, it starts with D. Good question, though. It says, um, why is mental illness forbidden or denied by the Polynesian culture? Ah. Ooh. Hmm. Well, that is, you know, we could we could have a couple sessions, a couple shows on this. Um, it is so, it's very, for me, I can't even answer that in one session, in one sitting, but it is just so complex. Um, there's a stigma with mental mental health, mental illness, and it's just because of the pride and the integrity and our um, um, 
the kind of greatness and the the spirituality and you know the strength the, and everything everything the mana and everything with our culture you know it's just we're survivors and we're just so spiritually and, and um we're just co- also very connected with with God and Jesus too after the missionaries came so um so so at that point is it, is it almost unaccepted it is very it's still very unaccepted and I and I love my people and everything so much and I, I, I do plan in my next kind of journey in my life right now I do want to help my people I do want to travel back to the South Pacific I do want to go to Donga and kind of you know um, research and kind of and, and look at that but shamefully I have to say right now that there's even with our you know psychotic uh, patients um, the ones that are exhibiting, like, you know, uh, psychotic, you know, uh, behaviors and, and endorsing all these things. Like, I hear voices and whatever. Boop, boop, boop. Unfortunately, there's no medication. There's no, um, you know, psychiatric treatment. What comes first is what? Can you all tell me what's going to come first? What is the first thing you go? What's your first go-to? Like, oh, shit. Someone's talking to themselves and, you know. Yeah. you know, it, Sure. Yeah. You think of, like, oh, we need to get... We need to get a wish doctor up in here, right? Um, we need to get someone in here to um, do a blessing or, um, you know, do something spiritual, Christian, whatever, to to get that get rid of that spirit, that evil spirit, right? So it's a possession, right? Sure. Right. Um, but not that's not the reality. Um, yes, I, I don't disown or, or minimize the. Um, of that phenomenon in, in, in our Polynesian culture because it's quite amazing. But um, the lack of awareness to psychotic uh, and mentally ill um, you know, disorders within the Pacific um, culture and island nations um, is sad. Yeah, so let's, let's, let's recap that real quick because I want to make sure that was heard because I understand yeah. that you know people don't hear some things correctly. Um, she wasn't denouncing that the spiritual world exists. She's a, she's also just saying that people also are in denial that the mental health issues are real. Right? Absolutely. Correct. Right. So, yeah. it could be a spiritual world thing. That's a possibility. Right. But you got to also take the, in consideration, like, maybe it's also a mental health issue. Right. That maybe they were born mentally, you know, and vulnerable. Did, yeah. How, I mean, my own personal question: How do you kind of define that between that line? I don't. I don't honestly, this is me. Personally. Sure. Before, before, I don't think you can. Woo. Okay. Go because ahead. I mean, you have to. Because we we, because, we strongly believe in, in both. In both. As, so as like, how do you, how do you not how do you say one is is more than the other? That's just knowing I the think culture. You just have to be willing to accept both, and then. Then try different options. And exactly, like just find sure. help. If okay. you don't find help for either, you lose in that battle. I, I right? hear it, man. I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, just wondering. I don't know. No, no, no. And I'm having the, the straight up conversation with yeah. you. Like, if I, I think hearing this, you know what I mean? And especially with right now with mental health being a big issue, within one, just the humanity of people. Uh, but then within even our, our own people. And I'm glad you brought up like church and church and. Yeah. Um, all that stuff because that's a big deal too. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. Yeah, I, I think 
like I said, like we're at the par bar, right? So we're just talking the yeah. talking the story yeah. that we want to hear. Yeah. Um, I just don't think you should either denounce either. Mm. Mm. Right? Like, I don't think you'd be like, well, it ain't a spiritual thing. Right. Like, well, all right, well, if that motherfucking car starts climbing up a wall. Yeah. <laughs> and there ain't no wall. I've, hey, I've seen <laughs> like, that. Russell, I, I have man. seen like, that. No, I, I hear you. I have I seen like, that Cemetery County working intake, a midnight special. Some beep, beep, beep was climbing up the walls. It, it's Caucasian. Balangi. Wearing a a tutu. Climbing up the walls. Wow. That's basalts. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, I got a question. That's clear. <laughs> How do you do it? The, the... <laughs> it's not taking a bath. <laughs> All right, Doc, we, got a, we have a question here. It's coming from uh, Tracy Oliva. It says, um, the, in the case with the two guys that you were talking about, were the fathers present? Oh, I love it. Tracy, I love you. <laughs> I love you for asking that. No. Damn. I want to cry right now. Do you now. think that's a big deal? Yeah, I want to cry right now. Okay, well, is that the Jameson? Well, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need another uh, technical difficulty? Or? What? So, so is the- what I have noticed, and so I cannot, I'm still doing my own kind of like research and like looking at things and just seeing patterns and there's not a pattern and but there is a pattern I just know with all Polly's Pacific Islanders um, the one common thing theme that I am seeing with those that come to me because I'm also I'm in the correctional system I'm in forensic but I am I'm at the, like I get the most sickest patients in the state of California right the most acute the most mentally ill right and so the ones that I have seen, right, they haven't, I wish they would come to me as my patients, but it just, this is the way it, it goes, right? Whoever gets to me, if they happen to be, you know, fall on my, hey, you got another patient. And, oh, hey, happens to be a Polynesian. Okay, great. Awesome. But what I have noticed since, what, 2014, since I started working in corrections and, and, and looking at all these, um, my patients, right? Um, especially the ones that the Polynesians Pacific honors. I love that you don't call it cases. I'm really, yeah. I really try to like, I'm really sensitive about that. Yeah. I'm really sensitive about that because they're, I've seen. They're people. They're right. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This could be your brother, your sister, your son, you know, I mean, you know, and just, anyways, the ones that I've done really good work with, oh my goodness, I love them. And I always, I'm not supposed to keep track of them, but I'm always like, damn, I wonder how Boo Boo Boo's doing and how Boo Boo Boo's doing, you know, and where they're at. Um, and so it really, it's a struggle for me to like look and check in the system, like, hey, where they're at, you know, where they're at. No, uh, I'm sorry. Is that, is that uh, against your, your job? Yes. Uh, we're not supposed uh, to do that. Okay, okay. It's not, yeah. But for me, it's like, you know, this is my, my people, my family, mm. you know, um, extended and um, it just it just hurts my soul and my heart. But going back to what Tracy's asking, Tracy, thank you so much for asking this question because the fathers have been absent. The most, if they were present, the most prominent character or with a hierarchy in in that family unit was the mother. Wow. Yes. And let me tell you, if the mother 
was mentally ill or has some kind of problems, then it was all screwed up, you know? Mm. So it was like, it was just, for me, it was just trying to find a balance. Because we, we can do collateral, you know, kind of, you know, whatever. But they were all, all the polys, they were always so, Pacific Islanders, so respectful towards me. Always. Everybody else cussed me out, called me bitch, this, I'm gonna fuck you up, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. No. Come to the polys in the Pacific Islanders, they always respected me. Even though how floridly psychotic they were, they could see me and just be identify quiet, you. identify me as someone that was like similar to them. Or maybe there was some kind of transference there. Well, I reminded them of like their sister or their mother. And so they kind of, you know, there was like a, you know, okay, like okay, who almost, you, you right. know? And honestly, there was a couple times, one being I can't talk about, but I'm not going to mention his name, but he actually, when I talked to him in Tongan, this was at the state level, right, CDCR, he corresponded to me in Tongan and he said, I'm not going to say in Tongan, but, um, oh, basically like, okay, mo'oni, like, are you real? Are you for real? How can you be a doctor here and talking to me in my language? He Shit. was like, mind blown. mind blown. Yeah. Honestly, he's a good patient of mine. He keeps coming back. But every time he ends up at another unit, he'll be like, hey, where's Dr. Lange? Where's Dr. Lange? And I have a close knit of you know, a psychologist that were colleagues. Sure. And they'll be like, hey, Boo Boo Boop's here. He's asking for you. Or he said hello or whatever. Um, and, you know, and to me, it's just like, damn, okay. And I used to like, I used to kind of cover or like uh, hide my my culture going in because I'm like, damn, I don't want anyone to know who I am and like, mm. shit, I don't want to get in my family. Mm. You know, uh, you might be, we might be related, uh, you know? Yep. But I realized working at CDCR. Um, it's almost empowering. It's empowering to them, any Pacific Islander, because yeah. they're all treated as others. They're separated. Believe it or not, nobody knows this. Thank you, Tracy, for asking that question. Believe it or not, they fucking do this shit. Excuse me for cussing. You know, I don't like cussing, but it's fun. But, um... <laughs> yeah, that's same. That's, fuck yeah, you know, it's shit. It's the same shit. <laughs> I work in prison, so it's like... Yeah, fuck it, cuss I, got, I got so many bad words, but, you know. But it really, really... It just angers me how even at the county level, at the state level, and probably at the federal level, that they continue to put us into this, you know, separate us. They split us as others, right? So at the county level, when I worked um, San Mateo County and other, you know, county level um, facilities, they purposely, in the state of California, they purposely split up the Polynesians. Is that sad? Oh, because, because what? A, a congregation and like they would make a basically a, a, a family within that, that that facility. Okay, right. So what pissed me off even more, and I was really I worked I did a lot with the gangs, you know, the gang intervention, the gang pods. I worked on the gang pods, you know, the, with the Norteños, Torreños, you name it, right? Even with the Asian gangs. But for me, what I noticed is that hey, I go to a pod that it's upstairs is like the Norteños. Simple, north, okay. And downstairs, right downstairs is Sonenios. And they call it the gang pot, right? And the other side is the Asians, whatever, boop, 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 boop. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. Where are my people? Where are my others? They separate them. They sprinkle them here, sprinkle them here, sprinkle them there, sprinkle them there. 
Can you guys guess why? Can you guess why? I have, so I grew up with the sergeants and lieutenants at, in, in San Mateo County. And they were the ones explained to me like why they had to do this. Threatening? Threatening? Yeah, Intimidation. That would be my, that'd be my, my, be my, my, my guess. It's because if you had, let's say you, you, let's say you grouped a bunch of the Tongan and Samoans and, and Pacific Islanders mm-hmm. in one area, like that would be a very dominant area. Right. right. Yeah. There you a go. very intimidating picture. Yeah. Right. And they eat too much. That was the other thing. Well, all the food would be gone on that pod. No, just no. kidding. <laughs> hey, they, would, they would make. Sort of, they yeah, would, no. They would yeah. make something happen. Oh yeah, they would make. They yeah. would. Yeah, they will make. They'll cook something. Yeah. Hey, good. how you guys make Odayo back here? <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no watermelon out there. <laughs> how you have Don't you worry about it. you want some cheese? Hey. <laughs> Hey, how you get a pig in your What the hell? <laughs> Someone make yeah. pull me back there? <laughs> hey. Okay, yeah. Let me have five. No, for real. How you get bunny popo in your module? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give us the real reason. Honestly, lightweight, funny, funny, yes. That is true. Like, what I found is that we are not... You know, scary, you know, aggressive and violent people. You know, we just have a problem. We don't have a problem with anger. Honestly, we're very loving. What we have a problem with is people frustration. Mm-hmm. Frustration ah. tolerance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frustration tolerance. And disrespect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, God, you made me cuss again. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's poor frustration tolerance. You know, that's something I. <laughs> Honestly, what, what you just said, that's something that I learned about Polly back when I was in elementary school. Exactly what she said and exactly the question what you asked is what I learned about, about Polly's back in elementary. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, don't ever get the Samoans, man. When they get mad, they get crazy. No, it's, it's when you fuck with them and they had enough Absolutely. is when they get pissed and they come after you. Right. That's what it is. Right. Just right. don't fuck with them. Exactly. I if never had a problem you, with them if, because I didn't fuck with them. If you're hungry, like if you didn't yeah. have lunch that day, right? They're going to hook you up. If they saw that you didn't have no clothes or whatever, they'd be like, hey, brother, yes. you know, roll with us and, you know, we'll take care of gotcha. you, whatever. It yep. wasn't even like that. We're not, it wasn't like where uh, this kind of organized kind of TCG or, you know, right. so whatever. What, so, no. So is, that what, is that what the, the, um, oh, I guess the, going back to yeah. the, did he tell you that that's Thank you, the brother. reason? No. So the brother. Okay. So wait, let me just tell you guys. You would not believe this. And I like. I just. I had to leave. I, so I, I worked on like a midnight special that night, right? And I was talking with my sergeant and my lieutenant friends. I grew up with these fools, right? Grew up with them. And, and Lily, Rock, Derek, all of them, Ida, Christina, they. We all grew up with them, right? But the reason why they do not group us together at the county level or even at the state level and I'm sure it's at the federal level because I did work for the, the Federal Bureau of Prisons for a stint. Um, don't like them, but um, it's because if there is a riot, if there is a fight, you know, something, a fight, um, the Samoans, Tongans, whatever, the Pacific Islanders would just so do so much damage. Mm-hmm. It's like, the, and they would hurt the, the correctional officers and they would hurt a lot of, you know, other inmates. Yeah, I mean, they would I mean, do so much fucking damage. One person would damage, like, take out six to eight people. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, let me think. Uh, let me put them some, let's, let's separate these motherfuckers, right? Yeah. yeah. Thin them out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you, yeah, I mean, I could see that. I could see I that. I could definitely see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
I'm like, I got a picture going in my head. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. Junior's like focusing on somebody I'm, I'm up right now. Thinking about football right now. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm like, who you trying to block? I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. The, <laughs> oh I'm thinking my about God. The Fijian soccer team when I was stationed overseas. <sighs> How I got called to a mass cow one day in a, in the gym. They're playing soccer against the Columbia. Oh, yeah. And we get there, and the Colombians are laid out, broken legs, arms. They're all knocked out and shit. And the Fijians are sitting in the corner with their hoodies on, just sitting there in a circle, real quiet. And I walk up to them. I'm like, hey, what happened? Hey, you kept kicking dirty play. Mm. I was like, oh, they pissed you guys off. <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, they, they annihilated that whole everybody in the stands. Everything. I mean, if you watch... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Any documentary like on rugby? Yeah, they, oh yeah. They talk about the Pacific, the Pacific teams? Warriors one. Yeah, oh, oh dude. God, they're like, like, dude, they didn't bro, hit they you. Had, they ran through you, <laughs> <laughs> like the nicest people in the world, and then, um, but and they'll they, eat you. He goes, and but they enjoy hitting you. <laughs> they'll, they'll barbecue with you in the beginning of the game, and then yes. they'll just run you over, and, and they'll, they'll feed you, and then they'll pick you up and yeah. eat you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is true. Sorry, yes. I have a good friend that I've, I've seen this. Transition that quick. Um, I want to thank Dr. Longy for joining us today. Um, I know you guys are on the live feed, but we're probably going to run out of time because, um, yeah, man, this is, this I mean, is the show. We're going we're gonna to do, do an after hour show. Yes. Yeah, so uh, do you guys want to continue the live? We or should probably continue, continue the live. live. Yeah, I, I feel questions, like questions are coming on. Um, uh, I feel like the live might. Trace, thank you for that question. Um, I love you, Trace. Uh, so do <laughs> you think. Do you think within the Pacific Islander community that um, yes. the, the father and mother dynamic matter as as being together? Or, or, matter? Yeah. Do they? Does that does that contribute to the the well being of, of the uh, island kid? Yeah. And I, and I understand. Like, hey, you yeah, know, no. things don't work out. But yeah. also the dynamic of yeah toxicity. Right? Absolutely, yeah. That's different. Toxicity and then just being together and being yeah. loving can can be a completely diff- different dynamic. Yes, yes, yeah. Hey, you know what? I know about faking the funk because I can see that, like, you know, for me, I, where I grew up and everything like that, especially with my mom and love my mom and my dad, they told me, like, taught me some good things, great things, and how to see what's right what's not right and always fight the good fight always fight the good fight and so what I have always seen is that um, for the polys it's very it's very important to have the the, the the hierarchy in place always right you can have like oh someone's over here doing this you have the black sheep doing this this person's doing this and you have like 10 children whatever and 20 grandchildren but the hierarchy always has to be in place which that's is, the structure of it has to be yes, stable it has to be stable uh, right right <laughs> you can have all these little shits running like oh oh or oh, oh. You know, whatever. Sorry, guys. But for real, like, it's very, you know, it's very, uh, I just, I can't explain it. Like, <laughs> a very educated description there. It could be, it could be this or that or, you know. It's a clinical term. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The Latin terminology of. Uh, you don't want to be like, I mean, it's, my I child. I remember what we got all our life. I know. Oh, for the, for the, for the hour. Are we good? Uh, okay. Sorry. Okay, wait, wait, wait. What am I talking about? Okay, wait. You're okay, talking so, about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you don't want to be like. Okay, so but the, yeah, hierarchy, very, the hierarchy. The hierarchy is important, whatever. But 
You know what? The pendulum. The pendulum. But honestly, what's the most important is not to have two fucked up patients or grandparents or parents. Parents, You need to have one patient or parent, excuse me, I keep saying patient, one parent, one parental unit. To be the index. Yes. It doesn't even have to be a parent. Yeah. It could be one parental unit. This is evidence-based, Barry, and I did my dissertation on this, right? In this long, it's a longitudinal um, study that I did, right? Um, looking at kind of that hierarchy or like the family unit, systemic kind of unit within the Polynesian Pacific kind of culture. Um, but you do not, you absolutely do not need to have mother, grandfather, grandmother, mother, and the father. You do not need all of them to be perfect. You just need to have one, that one motherly, motherly By, by perfect, you mean unit. stable. Stable. Yeah, it could be an auntie. It could be your, you know, There's your somebody. cousin. You could be your neighbors, uncle, the older brother, twin sisters, yeah. wives. Dogs, but that, that, but that, but that will depend on the individual who they see right. as that, that yeah. apex. Yes, yes. You just need one, one, and this is part of my dissertation, right? Mm. You you need one parental, positive parental unit, um, role model in your life as a child. Despite growing up with all these like um, disparities, like being exposed to this, being exposed to violence and uh, alcoholism, or being in utero in, in your mother's womb, and like being a crack baby and everything like that, but you can survive and you can be you can be successful successful in, uh, later on in life. You just need to have that one positive parental unit in your life, and you will be successful. And so, okay, so going back to what what Tracy had asked then. You only need one, but your outcome of success actually requires two. Or at well, least a positive father. Yeah, I don't think that's what it's so A positive father. That would be amazing. Yes. But just having one, let's just say if it's a unisex. Let's just say your mom, your dad, you can't tell what they are. They're like Pat. They use the same bathroom. <laughs> unisex, right? What? Pat. Really? Pat. It's or, you know, Betty, you know. Okay, so, so, okay, so the, the question was, right, because, because, Tracy, well, I just want to get, make sure Sorry, we Sorry, let's this. be serious, Tracy, 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 Tracy's, Tracy's uh, question was, serious right now. was, uh, was a father was present. Was the father present? Right. Okay, but let's say mom is present. Dad's mm-hmm. not. Dad's not. But, but mom strong. is positive. Mm-hmm. Like, does that uh, make When you say... That's but what I'm saying. I like, see where you're going. what you're saying is, is that on the other spectrum, you just need one successful parent. But it doesn't success, have to be a parent. That, it could that, be a role model. A, a, it okay, could be role an model. Sister, okay. So that's okay. older that's mother, older sister, as well. So then, Auntie, role model. Uncle. Role models yes. need to be in a or that. Um, yes, in that structure of absolutely your parent yes. tree. Yeah. But once that fails you, especially being mentally ill. Men, you take all these medications and you do all these interventions and everything, and then you get better, and then you're like, "Well, fuck, my life is fucked." Yeah. You know? and oh yeah, yeah. What do I oh, have to shit. live for? Yeah. You know, dude, I just fucking. And I just like my glass house had broke. What we said that right now? My glass house broke like fucking when I was like 25, and um, yeah, I mean it was an ivory tower, but to find out it was a glass house. Let me ask you this real quick. So, has has it ever been mistaken? Mental illness. Let me maybe reword this. Has mental illness ever been mistaken for, say, a culture shock, where somebody's coming from 
say from from Ireland. They yes. come over and they're used to the culture, everything there, and then they come here, boom, they're locked up, institutionalized. Okay. It's a whole different world, right? It is. It is. So that culture shock, you have to kind of go, go, let me rewind the tape. Because it's always like that. There's undertones. Okay. And wow. if you want to hear that answer, yes. you're okay. going to have to join us on the after hours yeah. because we have ran out of time. Okay. Yes. okay. If you're on the live okay. feed right now, we're going to continue this conversation. Uh, and it's probably going to get a little bit more raunchy and a little bit more free balling. It's okay. Um, so I would suggest you stay on. But if not, you can catch us on our SoundCloud with yep. Dr. Longy. We want to thank you for coming on here. Thank yes. you. From San and, and on Spotify, right? On Spotify? Yes. We are on Spotify. We're on Spotify, Spotify YouTube, and also, uh, we're also on Twitch. So, once again, thank you for joining us on Island Block Radio, Postal Pacific. Where Paradise Lives. Parbar, Escalator Shoes. You're on Island Block Radio, Howard Biden. Dr. Longy, it's last call. Yeah. If you know, if you've been here before, you know it gets a little more raunchy and it's a little bit more real. Because this is after hour show right um, here. You know what I'm saying? And so we've been talking about like a lot of mental health with uh, Pacific Islanders, um, with Dr. Longy. A little bit of honesty and truth towards um, also the stigma, I guess, of just being Pacific Islander and having mental health. Like it's not a, it's not allowed. Like you're not allowed uh, to have. You're not allowed that, to have. That's what I was trying to get. To, you're not allowed right? to be crazy. What's wrong yeah. with you? Yeah. You know. If you if you crazy and you go to a prison, yeah. Hey, that's because you you an idiot. Ah. <laughs> right. Uh, right? I, I never, yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, true. that's I think that's a problem. Is that like if it's a mental health issue, like maybe maybe our parents aren't able to assist us as well as they would want to, because one they might be too old. Maybe they, maybe they just don't understand it. Or they're still living in that mindset and stigma that was thrown onto them. Yeah. Uh, like, you can't have it. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't be sick. So it's past generation to generation right. to generation. Well, we're, we're in a new era mm-hmm. of... Uh, being woke. I don't know about woke, but <laughs> just being, being aware that, hey, this happens within every culture. Just the mm-hmm. race. Right. Yeah. Right? The right. human race. Yeah, mental illness has no... Focus on right. race, color, culture, anything else. It is right. what it is. Mental illness is unbiased. Right. There you so, go. so why would with uh, Dr. Longy give us a little bit more about what you your insight on, on mental illness as a um, is it a disease or is it a virus? Is it is something you think like it's just it's random to hit everybody? It's ah. ah. No, no, you, you said, does, does, no, no, I, just in my mind, you said, does That's it hit everybody? I, I don't know if that would be at some point in the, you know, just yeah. any point in their lifetime, kids. Is everybody vulnerable adult, to it? Uh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, do I? I mean, I, I, I think everybody's vulnerable to it, right? Everybody has a breaking point. There's going to be something, hopefully not, but there could be something in your life that can, that can just, it, it's your breaking point. Mentally, it'll snap you and you go, you know what I mean? It's It happens. I've seen it happen. I've got an example living over there. My, my, uh, so mine was, and I talked about this on the show, is that I went to therapy mm-hmm. um, about two years ago, two year and a half ago. Oh, you were an angry motherfucker. I remember that. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> very upset, very mad, but uh, mad at like maybe some of the wrong reasons and maybe some of the things I've never got yeah, to. Not bad, but okay. Um, yeah, exactly, because you hide it, right? You just kind of like put it in the background, like you ain't got to deal with it. I, yeah, and that's the thing is like, even me being as a psychologist and you as being my little brother and my, a really good friend, family friend, is that I always thought it was, it's normal. It's yeah, normal. Yeah, that's another thing too, it's man. like, okay, you know, right, like, it was like, oh my God, I'm so scared of your uh, brother. That's just, I'm like, that's ah, just crazy. That's, that's just crazy, okay. Rachel. So, so what's normal about it? It's because we all have to go through this. And what, let's just say like, hey, hey mom. I love my mom. My mom is the best. Sure. That my is mom my, is the best. My mom is like the and first psychologist now. in the world, like in my life, right? She's and my dad. the best, for real. But I'll be like, hey, mom. And I'm like uh, 11 years old. Everyone's talking about depression, mom, and whatever, and sad, whatever. Like, mom, I think I'm depressed. You know, like, oh, I have a solution to you. I like that solution. Yeah. And then you feel better? I'm like, yeah, mom, uh, I feel better. I'm gonna never say the D word again. You know, it's just like get over it. You know, just yeah. get over it. And um, yeah. Yeah, but and that's I, the thing. Did right? I get over it? Yes, but damn, really? Yeah. I don't want to get beat down for saying like I need some help. Okay, so no. let me ask you this. Okay, so. There is definitely depressions, right? And there's definitely those. But then, when are you just when you acting like a brat? What are we on a, on a brat? Like a kid? Like when was a kid acting like a brat? That is, oh man! Like you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't Sorry. want, <laughs> I, I, I don't want, I don't want uh, this bacon. I want the bacon you got last week. No, you gonna eat the shit that's on the table? Cause I've never, dude. My boys, man, they got it good, bro. I'm telling you. But then um, my grandparents used to tell me the same shit. They'd be like, dude, you know how good you have it? And I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? This bacon sucks. Oh, right? But then shit. But then my grandparents, you know, now, mind you, once again, I told you, I didn't understand what my grandparents saying, um, you got it, you don't know how good you have it until until you realize how good how good they had it, right? So my recognition and and, and, and savior was once someone told me that you don't remember like Guam going through like World War Two and like you know them being in imprisonment camps. I'm like no. So I asked my grandpa, and then you know he he told me that oh yeah I was in a an imprisonment camp. I was I was I was in a, talk about it. I was like what the fuck. Talk about so it, then bro. you look at them, you're like, wait, you was like a prisoner, like of war, like you was in it, like an encampment, and then you look at them like, yeah. oh, okay, I know what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're solid, yeah. right? They're a little solid. bit different, but mm-hmm. that doesn't die deuce or it doesn't yeah. uh, degrade or water down the the situation that some of the current people are in. Of course, yeah. no? no, or it does. Oh no, no, I'm just saying, like, sorry. I'm not Does it water not to down? minimize. I was just gonna say you don't know what our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents went through. They all they saw was blood, suffering. I mean, we're going through right now. Black Lives Matter. Like, oh shit, the shit that they're dealing with and they have dealt with. It's just so. I mean, oppression, generation to generation. To generation Super oppression, you know, right? Right. And then we're over here complaining, like, oh man, your bacon is fake. You know. <laughs> What, what the hell is this? Turkey bacon? <laughs> I don't want no chicken bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Tofu bacon. 
just turkey bacon? It's supposed to be better for you. This is my son's I don't want better for me. I want fat bacon. I don't want no turkey bacon. This is my 13-year-old. I want this shit that hurts my heart when I eat. It's like 300 pounds. That's what I'm saying. Right? Okay, so where does that all where does that all measure? Where does that all come down to? So let's yeah. let's take it to the, the part where maybe we're losing some of ourselves, or maybe we're we're integrating into a new era. I think so. I think we need to find ourselves, and we need to we need to come together as Pacific Islanders and, and then Polynesians, and like not even just say like, oh, you're a Native American Hawaiian Pacific blah, 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 blah. No, we're all polys. Okay. Okay. We're all poly Pacific Islanders here, right? We're just okay. all together, and we need to unify. Oh, excuse me. It's all good. And um, come together and address all of these things. Because turkey bacon is fake as fuck. <laughs> Bro, so I, got, I got a question. I'm like, so don't eat that shit. We went we and seen them yesterday. Once again, this is after hours, so we, yes. we don't give zero fucks. She came over. To, she, we went to the house on Saturday. Correct. She made some bomb ass fish. I mean, what? like bomb ass fish. Yeah. I heard about the fish though. I'm yeah. just saying. I heard bomb ass fish right, too. Right, with right, some right. Cod. I still want to make it for you guys. And okay. She texted me two days ago and was like, I had to make it with some organic coconut milk. Yes. And she's like, it tastes like shit. And she's like, I don't know why so anybody pissed. would tell me to do it with organic coconut milk because I feel like it's already or it's a coconut and it's fucking the coconut milk. There like, you go. I'm like, how much fucking <laughs> organic can you fucking get? <laughs> yes. And I did this because okay, I love my sister to death. She's okay, so healthy. I don't want to roll her. My sister is a buff bitch, man. She will take any mm, motherfucker out, right? But her food and everything, I love her. I'm trying to like trying to eat like her and eat healthier. But my fish, my fish stew, my Ika supo, you don't touch my Ika supo, right? And I also put like dollops of mayonnaise in there just to make it all. Mm-mm. Damn, that shit sound bomb. Okay, 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 okay. My sister's <laughs> like, oh, why don't you do the organic milk? And I bought, and she like bought like freaking a dozen. I'm like, okay, let's try it. And I'm eating, and everyone's like, oh, this is so good. And I'm eating, I'm like, this tastes like this shit. Ain't, this so shit ain't right. <laughs> this is nope, no, no. Because when I make my ika supo, when I when I cook, right, I don't necessarily eat my own food, right. But if I make certain foods that are traditional foods, I will eat it across the board for like three days, right. Right. But um, Talk about it. yeah, right. And so I'll just get up like, don't fucking put that shit in the in the in the in the fridge or the freezer or whatever. Just leave it. Because every morning I'll pop yeah, it up right, and right, everybody right, will right, eat. Right. I'll eat. Everybody else will eat, right? In the house. But no, the organic shit really kind of messed up my snapper. Velma, <laughs> Velma said that soup was good, girl. Hey, oh, um, Velma, I love you. So we have a comment here from uh, Uncle Jonah. Oh, what's oh, up, Jonah? Shit. Says, uh, okay. Uncle Jonah. He goes, I think we hide it because we're afraid to be vulnerable. Especially with PTSD Anxiety and depression. You don't want to seem weak. He said, "At um, least that's at least that's his issue." Oh, I'm gonna cry. Who's this guy? Uncle Jonah. That's uh, you know, Jonah. He was in the uh, Salvation Army. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> don't disrespect the Jonah oh like that. God. I have to change my laugh. It's yeah, so fucking ugly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jonah. Nah, but to, to credit Jonah, Jonah's question, um, I think. I think we're kind of built. I think we're kind of Wait, built on that. Like a mm. three or um, <laughs> Rich, you're Jonah's question. No, he, he said read it. it. He, he read it. Oh, it's a, okay. It's a statement. 
Yeah, it's more of a statement, right? I, is it a statement? It's a statement. I don't ask him. That's what he's saying. But his statement is correct. Okay. Validate. Talk to me. But I think that goes for anybody, really. Honestly, I, th- I think that goes for anybody that has like what he's saying with PTSD and all that. Absolutely. You don't want to see him vulnerable, so you don't bring it up. Especially yeah. if a dude. Right. Right. But there's a certain amount of pride that you don't. Polynesian specific honesty, yeah. But you find out if if you do, that's what helps you through it. What are we talking about? About the PTSD. No. What, what Jonah's saying? Oh, if you have PTSD. Yeah, what he's saying, right? The PTSD, anxiety, depression. Mm-hmm. Right. He's saying you, you hide it. You hide it because you don't want to seem vulnerable and you don't want to seem weak. And, and and that's very true. I didn't think that goes across the board for everyone. Why? Well, why though? What do you mean why? Like why? Why? Yeah. We're so new. We're so new. We're your first generation, second generation. I'm first generation. Me? You are what? I'm third generation. I'm third. And you are? I'm here. <laughs> just randomly. Yeah, I'm just here. Someone just dropped him off. <laughs> Fuck, bro. In front of the firehouse. <laughs> And we took him in. No, no, like, like, no, wait, wait. So why, why is, is it because we're scared to be vulnerable within the public or within our own people? I think it's within our own. I think it's within your own, but I think it's with both because you, you, within your own people, yeah, you don't want to. But if you let that show, not only is it to your own people, but you're letting other people outside of your people see that. Right, so now it leaves you and your people vulnerable because of what you're showing. Uh, you see what I'm saying? So you have to build for anybody outside. You have to build a double shield. Absolutely. Okay, there's two walls there. Absolutely. Right? So does that does it so does it affect it more? It affect you more? Yeah. That affects you double. Yes. Now. Yeah, but it's it really depends where you're at. You know. Oh, it depends on where you're at. With your like, uh, with my dissertation, as far as the um, the cultural effects are on resiliency, I really feel like our people, our Polynesian Islanders, are so resilient, right? <clears throat> but um, over here in the United States of America, even in Western worlds, in England, whatever, boop, 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 our kids, our youth, anyone, um, immigrants, need to be able to be able to have a balance, right? To kind of wear that dual hat, you know, two hats. To be able to wear the hat of, you know, being that Tongan American or Tomoro American, Samoan American, right? And then also going home, right? To your like pure Samoan, pure Tongan, you know, pure Tomoro. Everybody speaks Tongan, Tomoro, or even, you know, Taipan, whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, whatever the fuck it is, you know, excuse my language, Fijian. You have to be able to balance both worlds, right? That could be hard. Oh, it's hard as fuck. Yeah, I, it's, it's hard it's, as fuck. But I'm telling you, the most, I'm telling you, the, the, mo- the children, the youth that are able to, that are most resilient are the ones that are dual, dual or tri- trilingual, you know? They have two cultures, you know, the American, Chamorro, American you, and this. Can I ask you a question da, 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 da. about, like, no, I'm single. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Alani. Well, I love you. Well, what about um, NFL players, successful oh. players? Ah. Successful what the? So, like, um, great, great talk. Okay, you talk about money right now, right? That's hey, what I mean. Hey, so, and the reason hey. why I'm talking about money is because <laughs> I feel like I should ask this to uh, 
also a Sarah from uh, the, um, the Packers and the, and the Minnesota Vikings. Damn. You, but the reason why... You got some cheese? The reason why I asked is because... You got some cheese over here now? No, Junior, so junior Seau had... Oh, so yeah. Fell big in depression. A lot. Um, that was one of my my dad's, like, close cousins and family members. Sure. Um, I only say that because... He I don't say daddy. I don't say I don't say he's my uncle because... Um, I didn't know him that well. I met him like twice. So they're not really uncle. Like you yeah. know him. You yeah. might respect him out of uncle, yeah. like that saying. But the reason why I asked is because he I used to see him around town in San Diego. He used to be like partying, but he always seemed sad. Sad Like ah. sad, like sad, like like he wasn't around his own people. He was there, but he's not there. He's yeah, yeah, he was, he's he was there, something. but he wasn't present. Yeah. Okay. Finish, see, finish it off. Have, have you ever talked to like those successful people, like yes, um, or seen people in those areas? Like, let me say, The Rock. Yes. yes. I feel like he needs his people around him. Yes. Besides his moms, his mom loves him. His mom, he needs. Which his is mama. not a bad. Yeah, I mean, he needs but his he, mama. but he, he needs, needs his mama. motherfuckers around. Him. Mm-hmm. He, he needs, he needs people his... that are gonna be like around hey, him, cooking like, the food that he cooks, because he he's. He's got his, his his start from a Tongan. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. What's his name? Uh, the, uh, the Tongan wrestler? Yeah, uh, so my, my husband is the original Kaya. rock. Um, You guys don't know that. Can but, you, um, can you clarify? Just kidding. Who, who's that? Who? The Tongan wrestler? Um, he used to be... Um, oh, not, not no, Jimmy. Yeah, was no, he's Tongan. He, he's great. Related to uh, not the, the Mickelson. Not the super, super fly, whatever his name is. No, not Jimmy Snooker. I remember he, he had tongue in, the right. tongue in death grip. Yeah, the tongue in death grip. Huh? Uh, yeah, the same guy. Umaga? Yeah. But he had another name. No, not that guy. That guy. Uh, I was also one of them. Also, we got we got some right here. But what's Uh-oh. but what what is the uh, relationship between success and then not being cultured? Ooh. Oh my god. There you go, you guys ask so many yes, fucking bro. hard questions. And I can't answer it, but I can give you some enlightenment. Yeah, well, I mean, um, you're forensics. <laughs> well, um, I'm also very Tongan, and I'm also from the hood. Um, so, and Gee. I, um, I like to call it somebody. Yes, somebody. 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 Right now. Somebody. Yeah, there you go. And so I've been married to the first original rock, you know, um, the my husband. <laughs> and so I will tell you that. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to be fucking serious right now, damn it. Okay. Look at me. But you know the pop pop in the pop. I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> she went from that to the hand drive, man. You see that? <laughs> Don't put me in the camera. Yeah, do it. There you go. Okay, do I look skinnier than you? Because you're a hell of a Damn, what? Wow. Look at me. Live. Yes. Okay, good. You look awesome. Okay, good. <clears throat> I love you, Alyssa. Back. Um, so, what's the question? Oh, uh, so success and um, culture. culture. I thought we were talking about depression in the ones that um, are the we successful colleagues that we have can a kinda, depression and maybe suicide. Whatever. Yeah, we can kind of connect both. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely. Can we talk about cognitive be- or cognitive behavioral uh, therapy also? CBT? Mm-hmm. Want to talk about CBT? Talk about, about CBT. Well, if they had had. Okay, let's. Yeah. God, this is so layered. I really, I am a CBT, DBT therapist. Uh, be, uh, beyond, beyond everything I do. Are you I, on CBDs also? Oh, 
I would love that. Okay. You put in my drink? <laughs> yes. Go for it. I'll let you smoke it, but no, it's good. Um, so, if we had had, especially us, the, the Polynesian Pacific Islander kids, we are not angry. We are not depressed. You know, we have poor frustration tolerance. We need to be able to educate our children, even my own children, how to navigate the, you know, this kind of... It's just so complicated. This maze of Wait, how so to find a balance. How do we depress it? Or how do we, how do we as parents suppress uh, it? Suppress it. You can't suppress it. Basically, you, but you can, you can reel it in, right? And you can funnel it in. Like, no, what I mean is like, is there something I'm doing to my boys where I'm like, shut your mouth. Don't you talk. Hmm. That might be discipline. I love it. Is well, that's what my that's my question. Is okay. it something I'm currently doing that might be contributing to Sure, 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 sure. Go ahead. You have go ahead. to be able to understand which is which, right? The haircut for one, right? <laughs> Who said that? Fuck that. Who said that? Who said that? That's Dr. Twisted. Hey, I got, I got, I got to change up my looks. Uh. I thought it was Derek. Can you raise one eyebrow? Huh? Oh yeah. Let me see. Ready to go? Let's oh, see. Yeah. yeah, that right yeah. there. That'll fuck a kid up. <laughs> Hey, I feel like the show's getting off track. Sorry, yes, brother. it is. I think we're about to end this show tonight. No way, man. It is a Shut nice up. Call. You're, yeah. No, you're asking. <laughs> well, the last call's already been called. You're hey. hip and finish your sentence. <laughs> this is my little brother, Richard. Richard? Dick. Richard. We call him Dishiate. Dishiate. You know, I call him Dick. Um, God damn it. He's my little brother, and I love him because he's, he's actually pretty intelligent, which kind of surprises me. Call him little Dick. Surprise us, too. Um, yeah. All of us, but he asks really good questions, and I appreciate that. So, I- with that being said, thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> the after our show, uh, there will not be a season five. <laughs> Just fuck it all. Oh my god. Okay. No, seriously. Go this- go ahead. Without uh, uh, drowning me in the water. Sorry, Reggie. Let's go. Cool. Sorry, little brother. It's fine. Okay. What was the question? I thought this might happen, and I so CBTs. Yeah. CBT. Oh, so the the, the, the the cognitive behavioral therapy, any type of therapeutic intervention, I feel like with my people, the Polynesian Pacific Islanders, man, if we were to teach our children that, and myself too, looking back in retrospect, if I were to have these therapeutic interventions at a young age, even mindfulness, which is my, this is my theory, like mindfulness, I'm a mindfulness um, ther- therapist, psychologist, right? Um, if we were to have these interventions and taught to us, and if, we, if we were to receive these psycho, the psychoeducation at a young age in grade school, we would be so much better off. We would be so much better off. Okay, so let, go ahead. I got, and I would never cuss again. I, I got no, no, go, go ahead. Go so, first. so, so, how do you? Sorry. Sorry. Those dogs. dogs need CBT. <laughs> they, they need CBT. Oh, CBD. So, they need CBD. So how do, how do you how do you how do you teach that without quote unquote being being strong as as a culture? No. What does that mean? So reframe, just, reframe, just, reframe, reframe, my, reframe my it. own. Yeah. Frame it. We would we would we would have never been taught or been talked to about that. 
correct? Right. Yeah. We're still not taught so, that. So, so how how do you how do you even how do you approach that to, to your 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 youth? Mm-hmm. Like without, I guess I'm almost following the trend. About like as a parent. Sure, I'm not a parent yet, but I'm just saying. Sure. Like, how do you? How do you? How do you connect? How, how do you approach that? Yeah. How do you connect? How do you communicate that? Right. Because we've only been absolutely. I, at least me. Like we've. I'd say more. Damn, on the you guys ask side. really good questions. Like, shit. What happens when we drink whiskey? Absolutely, sir. It's just well, personal. The question. No, it's shit. really, really good. But, it's really good. For for all our brothers and sisters out there, like this is real shit, right? Like we might have very talented people out there in the sure. world who are able to, to, once again, speak at at a um, a board table with a bunch of people who don't look like us. But we can't ask the questions when it comes to the the, the family gatherings. So uh, why? Because talk to them. because we we don't we don't want to. No, because we don't want to. Yeah, exactly. No. Well, we don't want to get slapped. Yeah. We don't want to have the conversation. Or right. we can't. We can't say it because we don't feel comfortable about shit like that. Right. This is the problem with our community as a whole, and this is something we recognize at the bar bar. Yeah. We have this over the over the bar conversation. We have it over the barbecue conversation, but we can't have it in real talk conversation. We yes. can't have these moments where it matters to our people. Right. And you know, I'll give you an example, dude. When I when I first came back from the military, I was fucked up. I talk about PTSD, I was fucked up. <clears throat> and somebody had told me, you know what, the more you talk about it, the better it's going to be. So I tried. I tried. And then I have parents, I have uncles, cousins, brothers looking at me going, dude, what the fuck are you talking about that for? Shut up. Like, we don't want to hear that shit. We don't talk about it. Yeah, and you, you fucking whatever, man. You made that choice. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. You know, and it's like, well, well, well fuck, man. All these people that have this shit told me this is what I should do. Now I'm fucking lost. Like the people that I but should the be depending on. To you, yeah, they don't even right. want to hear the shit. They're cutting me off, and they're like, "Hey, we don't want to hear the shit." Yeah. Right, right, right. So I was like, "Well, fuck, man." So what do I do? I go find some homeless vet downtown, sit down with a bottle of Ripple, and talk to him. Yeah. But then you look. You know like, what? But, you but know then what? you look like the crazy motherfucker. But you know what? If it works, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. And I'm not gonna say that I didn't do that shit. I'm I've, not saying I've, I have did. found homeless vets to sit down and have a drink with and talk to about the shit to help me get over what I had. You know, oh, and I'm not saying had, I have it still, but it was absolutely right. What they say, talking about it does help. Yeah. Right. But, but to be able to talk about it with those that were, like you said, close to me, my family, my immediate family, they don't want to hear that shit. You know, so, let me ask another one more question. Um, my brother-in-law, um, hey, my brother-in-law, I saw him today. He want me to ask you a question before, um, Who's brother-in-law? on my sister's side. Um, he said, uh, he's a white guy. He, oh, I love white people. I love you white people. He was, on, he was, on the, um, he was in the army. Um, boop, but he boop, said, he boop. goes, uh, he said, guys what do you, he go, he, he asked really what can people in the state of privilege do to uh, assist in the movement of, um, oh, in the, the judicial the system? Most hardest questions. Okay. Okay. Or what do you think? You have a white brother-in-law? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool as hell. Yeah, we Who all do. Who is it? Sean Moran. Yeah. He's supposed to come here, yeah. I didn't know that brother. Yeah, yeah Sean's Sean. God cool. bless you. Uh, okay, so this is, this, again, you guys asked the most fucking hardest questions, but um, honestly, at the service level, the, the for us, right? What can he do to help us kind of move through this? Yeah. Right? Okay. So basically, is to go get a tan, 
and um, pretend that you're talking. No, it's kidding. <laughs> That's wearing blackface, Maria. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, on the real. I'm on the real. But honestly, God bless you. What's his name? Sean. Sean. Sean what? Moran. Moran. Sean Moran, thank you so much. God bless you for even asking the fucking question tonight for me being here. Because you asking that question, you are so aware. You're so awoke. And, um... <laughs> that honky woke. Hey. Honky, <laughs> er, 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 wait, come on now. I'm getting like... Mm. For you to um, support your sister, your wife, your family, your in-laws... Nigga, you need to get our side, okay? Whatever happens, any carries that come up, any cans that come up, you protect your family, okay? But also, uh, just get educated. Educated on us, our families. Um, educated on the Pacific Islanders and the Polynesians and how we were also... Um, where, you know, there's a generation stolen. I don't know if you know about that, but with the Tongans, I know about that. The Blackbird, where um, mm. we were, uh, there's generations stolen. Okay, just get educated on that and just kind of know it. You know, we're not asking you to like go out there and be like, hey, you know, I'm my people, like whatever. But yeah, just get educated on that and also get educated on the West Papua New Guinea and um, freeing the That's West Papua saying. New Guinea. Okay. Because yeah. um, I'm starting the front. I'm going to go there and you can come and join us, right? The more white people that we have, hey, the better. That's Is that not good? No, that's awesome. that? I'm just kidding. No, that's the highlight no, no, of the I'm show. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm you know sorry. What? I'm sorry. I feel. I feel I'm sorry. Um, from Love West you. Thank Papua you for saying that. Papua. How do you say it? West Papua, Papua New Guinea. Papua. Papua? Papua? Papua New Guinea. Yeah. I want to say it right. You know what I mean? Papua New Guinea. Sure. Yeah, but. Um, our boy from uh, I don't block radio on Moses. 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 Shout out to my dog. Um, you know, I mean, like that's one of the movements that's been going on forever. Um, but man, big shout out to my my, my brother in law. Great question. Big shout out man. to uh, my sister, Dr. Longi, and yeah. uh, I appreciate you coming on. There you go. And uh, man, once again, it's 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 after hour show, so you know how it goes. And then it you know all what? goes. It's, it all goes. She might be moving down here, so she might be on the show a couple more times, mm. or she might even start her own show. What? No, I'm not. Yeah, well, you well, that? you just might be I forced to. I don't speak English. What I do yeah. know is that I I'm doing mindfulness hula. So. Okay, well, we'll mindfulness check that out. hula. Honey, you do Hone. nail too? Yeah, I do nail, and I do your toenail too. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. We were so close. Maria. So close. Okay, I'm sorry. He I told started. you I told you I could do this. He fucking started it. He started it, man. So close, Rich. Alright, bro. Alright. Well that wasn't racist. What are those? Yeah. And if, you know what? If you're here, you you deserved it. If you can't laugh at that, fuck you. Because that shit was funny. That was pretty funny. I'm not, I didn't say it wasn't funny. I didn't want to expect a response. Yeah. Uh, Go suck a fat one. But yeah. Richard. Somebody well, said you need a bra. Who said that? I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna say give me the name. I'm gonna say it's Uncle Jonah. I need names. Jules Mendiola Silva. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Well. <laughs> She's right. She's accurate. I do. I'm All gonna right. give um, Richard my bra. Um, they want to know if there are any books that people can oh. or that you can recommend for people oh to read. Oh my gosh, Becky! Yes, for, I will. Um, for parents, for CPT or for mindfulness. CPT yeah. and mindfulness. Okay, I'm gonna. Can I post on? Yeah, yeah, sure. Page? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will post on your page for any CBT and a DBT for the for kids. 
because I love my children, and I'm sure you guys do. All of you here at the table, our children are is you know our future, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also doing um, mindfulness and hula. You know what? <laughs> Jules got me um, fucked why up. Why you wearing Alyssa's? You wearing Alyssa's tank top and shit? Bro, my wife had that on that same shirt today. I don't give a shit. I'm just letting you know that same shirt. Well, the tank top version, but with the boobies hanging out. Well, obviously she looks better than you. So I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Back on subject. We gotta go. Yeah, we, right, gotta, we go. gotta go. Get the books up. Get the books. Uh, Get the books. I will Hurry put up. it on your page. Um, Ridiculous. The next, the next time we get together, we're gonna do a series. We're on gonna do eight shots on serial killers. Eight shots on serial. Yes. Killers. What? Yes. I'm down. Why I am not? too. Let's yes, do let's do Why it. Why not? Right? Yes. Let's do, do it. it. You're in the live. You're it. in the live. Hey. There you go. Let's do it. It's done. Come on, let's All do right, it. Let's do it. Do it. Do it. Right. We're gonna do a podcast or a radio show on uh, <laughs> serial killers. <laughs> I can't fucking. I got you, bro. I got you. Okay. I got you. Once again, man, we're Auto Block Radio, Post the Pacific, where Paradise, Paradise lives. lives. Want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Thank you, Doctor Longy. Thank you. Hello. Hey. Escalators. Shoots. Shoots.